Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Zero bonus episode starts now. Happy Friday. I'm Brandon Davids, joined today by Jamie Jurek. Good morning. We got Jenna Anderson. Hey, everybody. It's finally here. We've been teasing it all week. Let's do the this. episode you've all been waiting for with Aaron Perrine. Oh, God. What a day. It's Friday. It's Madam Web Day. Let's get into it. It is, it is Madam Web Day globally for those who celebrate. Congratulations. The day is finally here. Uh, everybody's boss had to deal with people calling out of work because they were going to repeat screenings of Madam Web. The entire global communities are shutting down because everybody's going to the theater. This has saved cinema. It is Madam Web review time. Spoiler filled here on Phase Zero. We are talking about the movie. We already have a spoiler-free review. We gave it a 5.35 out of 10. If you're asking me how you can get our individual scores, well, you got to listen to the podcast. Somebody on Twitter, and I refuse to call it that other name, uh, asked where can we see the individual review scores listen to the podcast it's out there now it's available now go stream phase zero thank you in advance but if you're with us now subscribe to the channel hope you enjoy the show you know how these review these spoiler filled review episodes go and that means we got to start with a recap so a little breakdown real quick is it's going to be a recap we got the jamie Jurak special for the recap and then we're going to talk about some easter eggs we're going to talk about some reviews some thoughts how this compares to everything else in this Spider-Man without Spider-Man world, and we'll do that. But it starts with everybody's favorite moment. Madam Web recap, Jamie Jurak. Let's put as much time on the clock as needed. Okay. Tell us what I happened. Just, I just want to preface that I had a face-off drinking game party for my birthday last night, and uh, so I don't know how this is going to go. Um, <laughs> forgive me in advance, but let's give it a try. 1973, the Amazon. A woman is researching spiders, and she's got a man there to protect her. She wants to find this spider because it has healing capabilities. There are um, rumored men that fly through the trees with spidery powers, but they don't know if that's true. And then uh, she's like, oh, I want to find these spiders. I'm super duper pregnant. What a weird time to go to the Amazon. But she does it. She finds a spider. Woohoo! She comes back to camp. Woohoo! Found a spider. Uh-oh. That guy that was protecting her actually wants the spider powers for himself because he's selfish. And what does he do? He struggles. He struggles to get the spider. She refuses to give it up. He shoots her right in the stomach where her baby is. Uh-oh. It looks like she's dying. But those rumored spider people, they come out from the trees. They take her. They save her baby the baby is alive but she has died in the amazon while researching spiders cut to 2003 we are 30 years into the future 
there is, I'm not really sure the uh, order of events in which take place, but I will say that this baby has grown up to be a paramedic. She is zipping through the streets of New York in a ambulance. She's got a partner. His name is Ben Parker. Hmm, that's a name we've heard before. And they're driving around the ambulance. Uh, then this, uh, this girl on a skateboard flips him off. Oh, she might be important later. And then they save a, a woman at the hospital. And at the <laughs> hospital, a little boy gives a paper of, of a drawing and says, thank you. And Cassie, that's our lead. She's like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know how to interact with a child. Oh, do I rip it? Or do I put it in my pocket? It's cardboard. <laughs> and then, but the little boy has an older stepsister. She clearly isn't wanted by her family. And I bet she's going to be important later too. Then this woman, Cassie, she goes home and she has a neighbor who's young, who's having trouble with her, the land. Lord, I bet you this girl's going to be important as well. And then Cassie, uh-oh, she's got to go to a baby shower. That sounds terrible. Who wants to go to their co-worker's sister-in-law's baby shower? But before we get to that, we get you a dream sequence. Ezekiel, that man murderer, remember him from the Amazon? He's a murderer, but he's having a dream. And what is it? Three spider women are going to kill him. And they are the three spider women that we saw before. Did we see them before this sequence or after this sequence? I'm going to tell you right now. I don't remember, but we know who they are they're those three girls and they're gonna be spider women who kill him and he's needs to figure it out so he seduced this other woman because she works for like the nsa or something like that and she's got um cctv access or all this stuff and he wants to find these three spider women before they grow up to be spider women and push him out a window Hans gruber style so that's the villain's motive right now meanwhile cassie's like all right ben i'll go to your sister-in-law's baby shower and ben's like guess what i met a woman i'm not gonna say her name name but it's really serious i bet you can guess what her name is and then that's that scene and then they're at the baby shower and uh mike epps is there and uh then cassie gets swooped in to play games and this scene's pretty funny because she they have to talk about their moms and she put in a blank piece of paper and they were like cassie why didn't you tell us about your mom and she's like because she died in the amazon died giving birth to me and they're like all horrified like don't worry you probably won't die giving birth but you might die later and then but things weird start happening this is what's crazy cassie she when she was paramedicing, she uh, saved a guy from a car that went off a bridge, and she went off the bridge with it. Oh no! And she was floating into the water, and all of a sudden, webs, things, things are happening. Glass is shattering, like like in the air. Oh, oh, my brain! And then, oh, here's the thing: she's starting to see things repeat in time. It happens at the baby shower. We're about to hear the name of the baby, but we don't hear the name of the baby. Guess what? We're never gonna hear the name of that baby. And then it happens again, and she's like, "Did this happen again?" She's freaking out. Out. things are going weird cut to maybe the next day i don't know maybe that week they're all uh there's another big big thing where paramedics need to be at because people are in danger and she sees her friend mike epps and she's like don't drive away in the ambulance because you're gonna die and he says chill out girl and then he instantly dies so <laughs> Oh no, I have a power. I'm going to take the day off. She's watching Scrooge, the 1951 version. And it's like, you know, uh, all about how a man sees things in the future and then he decides to change his future. I bet you've heard of it. And then a bird flies into her window and she's like, ah, reverse. It's time again. Now the window's, now the, uh, maybe I can save that bird. So she opens the window and the bird survives. Whoa, how did she do it? And then she decides, maybe I should go to my friend's funeral after all. I'm going to wear a bright red jacket to that funeral and get on a train at the train station. And she goes, and then what? All the three girls are there? The three girls are there? And it looks like Ezekiel is going to try to kill them all, but she saves them with her powers. And then they go around, but now she's being accused of kidnapping because she's got them all in her possession. But she's not kidnapping them. She's helping them. And she sticks them 
in the woods and expects these three teenage girls to hang out in the woods together. She decides uh, to take a quick trip back home to her spider box that her mother left all of her things in. And she's like, dang you, mother, why did you have to go to the Amazon and research spiders? Uh, and But she's learning all these things about these people. And then she comes back. Oh, no, the girls are gone. They went to a diner. They're dancing to Britney Spears. Needle drop that toxic. Uh, but it turns out Ezekiel comes. He kills them all. Reverse, reverse. She saves them. And now she's like, listen, girls, I got to go to the Amazon like my mom did when she was researching spiders. So I am going to drop you off with my buddy Ben and his pregnant sister-in-law. Peace. See you later. They're like, okay, we'll watch. I know what you did last summer while you're gone. So she goes to the Amazon. She meets those Spider-Men. That guy is like, I've been waiting for you since you were born. I'm going to help you. And they help her. And she gets sunken into water and her powers are now she kind of understands her powers. She's got a lot of abilities. She can't, doesn't just reveal in time. She can go all over. She can be multiple places at once. This power is infinite. Her brain is the power. So she comes back. But uh-oh, the pregnant lady, her name's Mary Parker, is going into labor. So for some reason, all the girls say, we can't hide out here anymore. We're all going to get in the car and go to the hospital with you where everybody can see us. So boom, boom, boom. They're in the hospital. And that is when they find, Ezekiel finds them. Oh no, now Cassie's back. All the girls are back. The baby's coming. Everyone's fighting. But but Cassie's like, I can do it. So they all go to that burning building from earlier that's falling apart. And then there's a giant Pepsi sign. And Ezekiel tries to kill them all. It's coming. It's happening. But all of a sudden, uh, you see in her brain how it's going to work. And she goes, she saves everybody. And she's like, it wasn't the girls that was going to kill you. It was me that was going to kill you. Boom. She kills him. Hans Gruber's. She falls into the water. But something, uh, she gets fireworked in the face or something. And now she's blind. But she taught the girls CPR. So they bring her back to life. That was important earlier. They, they had a whole scene about CPR. Learning CPR is important. They saved her. Now she's in the hospital. She's blind. A baby was born. I don't know what his name was, but I bet one day Uncle Ben will have to take more responsibility for him. And then at the end of the movie, she had these three girls are now her children. We don't know how they become spider women, but maybe one day we will. And there's no end credit scene. Uh, seven minutes, not my best. <laughs> Listen, Honestly, your ability to retain that movie though is impressive. For the audio listeners, BD had his like head in his hands for the vast majority of that recap. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Jamie's version was better than the movie. <laughs> oh boy. I also need to acknowledge this movie at the time of this recording, this movie came out in theaters two days ago. There is still not a plot synopsis on Wikipedia. There is still just the synopsis, like the premise listed. So I think we need to cap, like, add all of Jamie's recap just as the plot on Wikipedia at this point. Yeah. Honestly, somebody do that. Go transcribe it and put it in Wikipedia. Uh, that, would be, that would be amazing. All right. 
Bravo, Jamie. Good job. I mean, after a day of face-off drinking game for your birthday, you come in and you get the the, the task of recapping Madam Web. That is not something anybody should have to endure, but you did it and we appreciate it. Uh, so Madam Web, that's the that's, that's the recap. We we reviewed it spoiler free. I was the lowest on it, and I do feel like I overrated this movie by giving it a 4.7. Uh do you guys stand with your rankings now having a few more days to think about it, th- you know, talk about it, write about it, read about it? Do you stand with Jenna? You're the top. Uh, what- I still stand by that. This is a thoroughly entertaining experience. And it. I, I think this movie will still be entertaining as I rewatch it. I'm literally going to go rewatch it tomorrow. And I feel like at any time it is, you know, on cable or on streaming, I might just pop it on just to experience it again. I am still not saying it is a great movie because it is very, very flawed. And we will get into the flaws more specifically. But as I said on our spoiler free show, I am a huge fan of like the WB era superhero sort of programming. And this felt like the spiritual successor to that in a way that I really appreciated. I know a lot of people don't appreciate it, but for me, I felt catered to in a nice way jamie how you feeling i agree with jenna and a big i think a big thing is that a friend of mine was like uh, was asked me to go see it with her and i was like yeah i'd see it again and and that's the thing like it, the thing is it's not a good movie it's not but but it's like come on i'm not gonna pretend it is but i also didn't have a bad time watching it and i think that that's kind of what it comes down to I did have a bad time watching it, and I turned around several times to look at Jamie because I was sitting in the seat right in front of her. Like some of the dialogue had me legit just want to groan and be like, "Who wrote this?" Oh, that's right. And I would look at Jamie and I'd be like, "Whoa!" But Jamie was like having a good time, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I had to give him like the opposite of an Aaron smack. I had to give a gentle BD pat. Like <laughs> the look in Jamie's eyes was like, "It's okay. It's okay." Aaron, how you feeling? Uh, I I think that Twitter and social and other stuff that's going on outside makes everybody say this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And I guarantee you, before the year is over, we will have another movie where everyone says this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I asked people around me to send know. me the worst movies they've seen. And let me tell you, Matter Web's not even in the bottom 10 of some of those selections that people were tossing me, man. Um, a lot of Tubi movies, <laughs> a lot of the Hallmark classic bangers like Jamie and Jenna were joking around about. I'm like, wow. But like, those cost like 10% of what Matter Web I don't know. I, uh, somebody in the comments can tell me, how much did it cost for them to make this movie? How much? How was I think it was like 80 million last time I checked on Wikipedia. Really? How yeah. much do you think the Hallmark oh, movie Eight million. Oh, maybe? absolutely not. Yeah, but like maybe okay. if a Hallmark movie got eight million dollars, I'd be surprised. I don't know. That's just off the dome. I have no idea. Yo, yo. It, but also, isn't it sad that as someone's pointing out, I think it's like a uh, Geefy in the in the comments from YouTube. Thank you for watching. Like this might not even be the worst of these that come out this year. This might not. There might be a worse Sony Spider-Man universe movie this year than this. There might be two Sony movies that are worse this year. I have faith in Venom. I will say that. Tom Hardy is cooking in some capacity, and we will find out exactly what that entails. But I agree with Aaron. I don't doubt for a second that Craven and Venom 3 will both be better than this movie. Morbius is better than this movie. Oh, boy. If one of them is worse, that reaction episode about to be flames. I can't (laughs) wait. If one of them is worse... I would laugh so hard. Dude, there's Morbius at least has like good action sequences. Like that that sequence where he turns into the vampire and goes into slow-mo and wrecks those people. Like it could have been real, but it 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 was at least entertaining. 
I enjoyed how innovative they had to be for action sequences in Madam Web. I'll give it that. There's two compliments I pay this movie. One is they were innovative in their action sequences. Electrifying that guy on top of the ambulance. I was like, that's pretty clever. But then they drove the damn ambulance through a Times Square building. I was like, how'd she even get up there? That's not a parking garage. Whatever. That's fine. We're talking about a clairvoyant, blind superhero. I get it. We got to suspend disbelief. I'm not. It's also a firework factory in New York City where they're illegal. So you know what? I'm going to draw the line at my disbelief. Jersey, man. But also... What was the other one I wanted to compliment? I already forgot. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, the mic, the, the, the two sequences where she saw the future, they, they worked for me. The, the four-star diner, Marvel Comics reference, four-star diner is in Marvel Comics. <laughs> that scene with Ezekiel and preventing him, although I think them dancing on the table was stupid, and I think <laughs> it was just so cliche and ridiculous. Uh, but, I, but I think that stopping Ezekiel there from killing them was a good sequence, and the Mike Epps sequence really set the stage for what this movie could have been. I think that using that and do it like it really set the oh wow she has to learn how to use this vision thing the audience is going to see this vision thing the sequence where Mike Epps gets in the ambulance and gets hit by the truck gets hit by the truck I was like damn that's that's some heavy stuff right there and I was like okay but it just didn't really do anything with it like that again so except for the Niner scene which worked but then I I don't know other than that the dialogue I thought was just treated me like I, I was. I, I don't think this is worse than Morbius, though. Yeah, like, I don't. I just no, don't. None of us do. No. Like, on no, island in that I'm, one. I'm so serious. I'm not even trying yeah. to troll anybody. The end of watch Call of Duty blood spatter did nothing for me. Like, for real. Yeah. I, I, I forgot about end of watch until I just mentioned it. Dear God. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't. want to have more I, time on screen of the Super Bowl than the suits in this movie. Yeah, but that's that's true too. I do have a problem with that, but I also wasn't expecting a whole lot, honestly. (laughs) Like I, and again, this feels very WB in the sense of like, you look at something like Smallville, they, they, the whole gimmick was Superman never suited up across the entire show because they didn't want him to. But it's like, if the characters are there, you don't really, you're, you're not supposed to care whether or not they're in costume. I was annoyed by it, but I got where they were coming from. I would feel that if I felt like the characters were there, I did not feel like the characters were there in Madam Web. I thought that Isabella Merced and Celeste O'Connor were trying harder than everyone else in the movie. And they at least made Maddie Franklin and Anya, have like so i think sydney sweeney's character was very clearly the nerdy like kind of introverted like stereotype of that type of character and she did as well as she could have i feel like it was weird to put sydney sweeney in that role but it she did i mean i'm with you on that i think she was miscast i don't think sydney sweeney is believable as a shy 15 year old that's just like i just like i think she's a good actor i just don't think that was the right role for her yeah like she Um, as well as she could have in that role i had mentioned this like when we were talking off air earlier this week but i had honestly expected going into this movie that julia was going to be older than the other two girls and that that would justify casting sydney sweeney and so the fact that they i was kind of surprised when it suddenly like they're all three teenagers i was like wow okay but i i think she still (laughs) portrayed her well i think it was just like the the role as written was kind of tropey on purpose uh, I, I just I just want to highlight for people, this is some behind the curtains. This is behind the kayfabe of phase zero. Because we literally said all this stuff to each other. We absolutely <laughs> were like, what is going on here? Yeah. What is happening here? I laughed too, because it's just like, it's just a movie, man. It was silly. Like, I don't know. And it's supposed to be what? Like 15, 16 years yeah, old? Yeah, and that's not... And then all of a sudden, she's sitting next to Emma, a pregnant Emma Roberts giving birth in the back of a car. And we're supposed to believe that, like, this is a teenager next to, yeah. like, and they just look close enough in age that it's like wait a second i don't believe that that's a teenager it was i mean granted we accepted toby Maguire as a teenager 24 years ago so like 
that can't be too harsh of a criticism, but I did feel like it's weird that she was cast as like a shy 15 year old, which, you know, whatever. That's not even the close to the biggest problem in this movie. <laughs> I, I, something I can look past because my favorite movie of all time is Grease, but it's also still something I'm going to point out. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, right, it's right, still right, noticeable. Right. It's that, not yeah. like ruining the experience, but I'm going to say something. Uh, yes. Uh, so over. Okay. So overall, I did not like this movie, and the other three on the panel certainly have more love for it than I do. Uh, so we have a lot more to say about it. Like, what the hell with the log truck? Uh, why was there a Final Destination tease that never came to fruition? I feel like maybe that's one of the deleted scenes, the visions that never we that was never seen. But hey, we'll talk about that, all that in a moment. We're going to get into some Easter eggs. Uh, Spider-Man. we got to talk about Spider-Man in this whole Sony universe as a non-existent thing, apparently. Uh, but we'll, we'll cover that all in a moment. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. That's what we're talking about. So subscribe to the channel. Leave a review, all that stuff. We will see you in just a moment. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Phase Zero. If you've never been shot at at Queens, you can't relate to Dakota Johnson's Cassie Webb. Uh, we're talking about Madam Webb, full spoilers, some of the Easter eggs, uh, Spider-Man. We'll save Spider-Man for a bit. Let's run through some of these Easter eggs first. Uh, I put a few of these in here. Jenna, I think you added a couple here, right? I did, yeah. Okay, so I'll run through mine real quick, and then I'll let you talk about the ones you added. Uh, the Four Star Diner we talked about at the top of the show, that is a location for Marvel Comics. It's just a cool little thing that that's in there. Uh, the Daily Bugle, as the logo was designed, uh, for the original Spider-Man movies with Toby, I'm pretty sure was in the movie. I don't remember catching it, but I know we saw set photos of it. I tried to Google this. Was it? Was there actually a Daily Bugle logo in the film that I'm forgetting? There was on like a truck, like a newspaper truck uh, when the three girls are entering the diner. I will also say, tying to the Toby movies, people have spotted an exact shot from Spider-Man 2 that they reuse in this movie, which is kind oh, of wild. Wait. It's what? one of the build, like in the very end of the movie, one of the shots like panning up a building. People have done the math, and it's like exactly the same shot as what was in Spider Man Two. I mean, that's in fairness, that is the way studios have saved money in the past. They have yeah. reused footage. Like there's footage Michael Bay used uh, in the island that he then later, instead of like car axles and wheels being thrown to smash cars literally used the same exact footage in a transformers movie and put a transformer in the place of those axles and stuff that are smashing the cars you can find it it's like this is a real thing have you guys ever seen that i've heard of it yeah yeah there is actually like shot for shot it is the exact same footage they just cgi a transformer into it and repurposed footage from the island which i, I as movie listen i like that movie i'm talking about early 2000s movies hey i pre i like the island i'm not gonna jamie's I haven't got seen that movie since theaters that's 20 years ago. A long time. God. Every time I think of buying a lottery ticket, I'm like, will I go to the island? 
And <laughs> actually, I almost just spoiled the movie. If we just put you on the island, you're welcome. I'll save you from the spoilers. <laughs> go watch it. You want a, you want a, a bad, good early 2000s movies? Go check that out. Uh, I, but I say it's just good. I said it. Uh, but Daily Bugle, also in Venom, now also in Madam Web. The web connects them all, but it doesn't. Uh, what else? Oh, the, 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 the Uncle Ben reference there, Ben Parker, Adam Scott said, or is, is described as, you know, being an uncle is all the fun, none of the responsibility. That's the closest we get to the line. Uh, you won't like me when I'm hangry. That's a reference to the Hulk, but you know, I think it's also just a thing they say. I don't think the characters are referencing the Hulk, but it is yeah. said in the movie. I have a question. Hangry, was that something people were saying in 2003? I, I feel know, like that, it's a, that's like a, I feel like it's a mid-2000s thing. I, I, when they kept saying that, I'm like, I feel like no one was saying hangry in 2003. I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't think so either, but it's Madam Web. Uh, the uh, blockbuster was in the background. When in doubt, just throw up a blockbuster sign. It was so obviously right there in the shot. If you missed it, you weren't looking. Toxic plays probably the, one of the better needle drops in comic book movie usage. I'd say I really enjoyed that. Uh, and I, it really when, was a reference to Ezekiel about to poison people. Well, actually, uh, Aaron, when Aaron and I uh, talked to the writers on the carpet, one of the writers was like, I asked, I said, why 2003? And he literally goes, I wanted to put Britney Spears songs in there. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, it, he goes, I don't even know, but Toxic was in the script. I don't even know if it made it into the movie. I was like, it did make it into the movie. He didn't even know. Wow. And they, high, they were high-fiving. Yeah, wow. they were so excited. But literally, that was their reasoning for said. I, I'm sure that obviously that was just like, that was a joke answer, but that's what he said. He said I respect he said it. it. Yeah, me too. I, I really, same. The writers Jamie. haven't even seen the movie. Update. Hangry's first usage is in London in 1992. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Okay. Oh, there you go. My apologies to uh, the writers. <laughs> We're learning so much about slang. <laughs> <laughs> BD is so tired. <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with us? What has become of us? <laughs> I'm sitting here like, listen, I have a wrestling match on Sunday and we're talking yeah. about Madam Web. I'm just what kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should have live streamed it from the gym. You should have live streamed it from the gym, BD. I, and listen. It's this is important. We're doing important work today. Yes, we are. <laughs> doing important work today. <laughs> I just had to plug myself. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's all my Easter eggs. I think uh, I want to talk a lot about Spider-Man, but I want Jenna I, to go through her. Yeah, I have a couple Easter eggs. So yeah. at one point when they're in the cab and they're talking about like where to go, who, who can protect them if it's not Cassie, Maddie mentions calling her uncle, who in the comics is J. Jonah Jameson. Mm -hmm. So we know that a version of J. Jonah Jameson exists in this universe. Um, I had not caught this as a reference, but it makes sense. And I've seen a lot of tweets about this of the very first scene with Cassie and Ben. She jokes like, what, you don't want to get shot in Queens, which if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Whoa. the fireworks um, factory in the third act of the movie, a lot of the crates of the fireworks say Ramita and John Ramita and John Ramita Jr. are both very legendary Spider-Man artists. So that was mm -hmm. a little Easter egg to them. So mm -hmm. that was all that I caught. Did we mention the PSP? Oh, was there a PSP? Yeah. No, on, the on the subway. Yeah. He's yeah. playing the PSP. Was that, that was not in 2003. See, that that's has what been the a point people of, on the internet have been, been a point of this. contention because it, when the trailer came out, they saw the PSP and they were like, the PSP wasn't invented for like another year or whatever. Yeah. So it was just Sony putting it in the movie. But I don't know. I mean, you look at the Venom movies, there's a big ass Sony Bravia in every shot. So <laughs> they, I get it. There's uncharted posters on every wall. So I listen, I'm not, there's, the, the, Sony is going to pro, product play Sony and that makes sense. 
but they're also going to product place Pepsi like a month. <laughs> that pepsi can and then the pepsi side hey get your money you gotta pay for these movies you gotta i get it product placement i love also Nights. as as well that pepsi logo is the same one from the era it's the one in the background of that britney spears 2001 ad um and i think that's supposed to be set somewhere in new york if, if it's at if it's at shea the shea stadium i don't know what they call that thing now i have no idea i haven't been to the city of ages but yeah i was like what's going on here me and bd were laughing like wow wow where was where was miss jenner to hand somebody a pepsi she could have ended all of this <laughs> for shame jenna i got a question for you the, uh-huh. julia carpenter in comics is from la yeah. this character is referenced as being from la but like yeah. moving to new york they call her Julia Cornwall in the movie. And that, I, I, I try to do a certain, I'm not super familiar with the Julia Carpenter character. I'm not going to act like I know everything about these characters from comics. But Julia Cornwall is a name she's gone by in comics, according to what I saw in my research. Is that true? I, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was an alias that she had. But yeah, I, I still don't fully get changing it from Carpenter to Cornwall. I feel like if they had mm-hmm. just kept her Julia Carpenter in the movie, nothing would have been different whatsoever, especially with the whole mm-hmm. her mom is in one place, her dad is in another. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I think I think she has used Cornwall in the past. It's yeah, I, I find that an interesting choice. I don't I don't really. Oh, there's the PSP right there on the screen. Uh, I don't I find this be an interesting choice. The the scene on the on the subway when the guy was like, am I on the right train? That hands down got the biggest pop in our theater would would, would be Jamie and, and, and Aaron. That, that The whole theater popped for that one. And I, I thought it was funny, but I was like, why was that the moment that got everybody to crack up? Um, before we talk about Spider-Man, I'm just trying to keep people here because I feel like people are here to hear about Spider-Man. Uh, before we talk <laughs> about Spider-Man. Why did they not become spider women in this movie? Now, this is a question we asked to SJ Clarkson, the director, and she had a good answer. That's going to be available on Monday. Uh, and we, I mean, she was a wonderful interview. SJ Clarkson was so much fun. She introduced the movie at our screening. She seems just delightful. And, and I really enjoyed talking to her about the movie because we did get to answers to a lot of questions we have, some things we're bringing up here. Um, and I also just think it's probably difficult to. Like I, you know that she poured a lot into this movie, just like everyone else did. And this weekend probably sucks because this this weekend the, the movie has become the internet's meme. It has become the fun thing to joke about. And like I know I'm participating in that right now just by expressing that I didn't enjoy the film. Like it, it and I, I, I sometimes I'm like man, I feel bad, like because I, but I just want to be honest with everybody. I have to be honest about my opinion, and I feel like that's how a lot of people feel too. But uh, anyway, Spider, they didn't become Spider Woman, and that is addressed in Monday's interview with sj clarkson we'll probably run an article about this on the site in the meantime just to promote our interview the spotlight episode that's coming up but i find that to be such a weird choice like she has a good answer but they're marketed they made costumes they would have been a really cool selling point there is absolutely not even a tease of how they become spider women in this movie just the fact that they do at some point and there's a vision of the future where they are vigilantes protecting their city as spider women i personally think that was a weird choice I was so certain that when she got back from the Amazon, she was going to like have a spider and be like, I see it in your future. Let this spider bite you. I like kept waiting for that to happen and mm-hmm. it never happened. Yeah. And I was like, that, that I agree. I think it's a weird choice as well. And, and I do understand the thought process behind it. This is Cassie's movie, whatever. But uh, the thing that bums me out, and I kind of said this the other day, is that I want to watch that movie. I want to watch the Spider-Woman movie. I'm so, I'd be so into that sequel, but they're never going to make that sequel because nah, this movie so. is going to be both a critical flop and a box office flop. And because of that, why would they make that sequel that I want to see? 
And now, so it's like they took that risk of not giving it to us, and now it's like, well, I guess we're never gonna. Yeah, that's yeah. why I kind of wish we had it in this movie. I think it would have made this movie better and more interesting, and I don't think we're gonna get a sequel. And it's interesting because, like, I think we, we feel similarly, like, in the sense of they, about different movies. Like when I walked out of Rebel Moon, I was like, oh, I don't think that was like a good movie, but I do want to see the sequel, which I found to be a very interesting feeling. Like I felt like Rebel Moon was just a, it, it had a couple cool things overall. I thought it kind of was a slow, weird movie that I didn't really think was very good, but I did be like, I do really want to see the next one, and I feel like that's kind of what I'm picking up about this movie from you, Jamie, on Madam Web. Yeah, which is I know you didn't like Rebel Moon, which is interesting because I feel like oh, I didn't did see Rebel Moon. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Or you got yeah, other people didn't like Rebel Moon. Um, um, yes, I would say that's that. That is a similar feeling to what I have had. Yes, um, mm. but I have a feeling that I, if I were to watch Rebel Moon, I would like Madam Web more. I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I yes. think you, I, based on what I know about your taste, I think that's probably true. <laughs> Try not to see that as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I, <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, you were at D23, oh, I just pointed out. Here we are. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Jay, uh, Jenna. Yeah. Jenna, I, I keep thinking about, and this is like specifically for Jenna. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the episode of Arrow, late in Arrow's run, where they did Green Arrow and the Canaries in the future? Yep. And it was great. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be so much fun. And then we never got it. And they got that little 30 minute, really look cool. Also look like Birds of Prey from the 90s a little bit if you squint. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be dope. And it never freaking happened. Save vibes. Yes. (laughs) I I will say, because I I love the Birds of Prey WB show from the the mid-2000s. Like, I keep referencing it when I'm talking about this movie. Almost every single episode of that show ends with the three of them perched on a rooftop or perched by the clock tower, like looking out at the city. So Madam Web ending on that same exact note had me elated. I was like, I know what it's like for a story to end this way because I've seen it so many times and I love it. So again, I recognize that's fully not for everybody, but I also recognize that is a way that superhero stories have been told. And so it is funny to see this one be told that way, even as to Jamie's point, it is really frustrating. We're never really going to see the spider woman ever again. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, before we talk about Spider-Man, is there anything else we want to talk about from the movie specifically? Why was that log truck never used in a final destination type sequence? (laughs) You all know the log truck I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She passes it on the left going towards the diner or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, It's like like the second loop. Right. And then she drifts around a corner like in a very specific way that I think you're right, BD. I think there is like a deleted scene where Final Destination. Wow. That. Whoa. What's that? What's that movie? Tarantino movie? Like where the tire is it Grindhouse and what's the other part of it called? You you mean Planet Terror and Death Proof? Yeah, there we go. That that I was getting mad. I'm like, that's that that can't happen in this movie. So what the heck is this here for? And anyone who's too young to know that, congrats. Congrats. <laughs> Jamie is a movie encyclopedia. That's right. I love that. It. I love it. Grindhouse is to this day the greatest movie theater experience of my entire life. Uh wow. in 2007. Wow. That no, nothing will ever come close to seeing Grindhouse in theaters. Uh, so yeah, I definitely knew that one. <laughs> You mean job. we're talking about Madam Web and you're saying nothing will come close? <laughs> to grind house. Why no? But we're talking about Madam Web. <laughs> Never mind. 
Oh, I don't know what's happening. I don't get it. The greatest movie oh, experience of all time. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Madam Web, we're close second. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna take one more last quick break here on this Happy Friday. Uh, we're gonna talk about Spider-Man, his place in the Sony universe or lack thereof. Uh, just theories, all that kind of stuff to talk about. So great opportunity to subscribe to the channel, share it with your friend, play it for your mom, play it for your dog. We'll see you in a moment. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. To our final portion of the Madam Web Spoiler Free Review episode segment show. Uh, We're going to talk about Spider-Man now because Madam Web kind of talks about Spider-Man, but never really talks about Spider-Man. And that seems to be the trend in the Sony Marvel movies. And it's one I cannot understand. There are very obvious references to Spider-Man throughout this film. Clearly, the biggest is he is the child that is being born in the sequence where they play guess the name. We get to the P and Peter Parker and goes the balloon. uh, So we don't ever even hear Peter baby's born we don't hear the name we're all like all right obviously that's peter parker that's peter parker now which spider-man are they giving birth to obviously probably not andrew garfield Tobey Maguire, or tom holland uh i think that it's just a separate universe as they have outlined but through two venom movies through a morbius movie well venom post-credit scene is an exception but everything sony's doing and they're calling it a spider-man universe there is no spider-man it's weird and I'm sitting here like, is there a reason? Are they like, can they not use their own character? Did an agreement happen with Marvel where they won't use Spider-Man? And it it makes me feel like they're just trying to keep these rights. And yeah. like, like, it really does. Like, let's just keep on doing it. And what's weird to me, a weird choice is obviously this could never be Andrew or Toby because they're too old. Their character's too old. But what really ber- irks me is that Tom Holland's Spider-Man in canon, but was canon born in 2001. Mm-hmm. Why not just set this movie in 2001 so that it, it could, we could think maybe it's him give us the glimmer or maybe they just didn't care and didn't even think about it. And maybe nobody at Sony knows his birthday is 2001 because they didn't see his ID uh, in the second movie. Maybe that, maybe it's as simple as that. Uh, maybe like 2001 a movie, in new york is a is a risky time to set a movie i i maybe it's just that uh you know i don't know but like it is bizarre to me to to be like well i guess it's just some other peter parker okay i will say i didn't mind the way that this movie approached it i think that they had a lot of fun with still alluding to spider-man and to the story of spider-man and making the jokes about uncle ben without fully saying those words i think those were the like lines that got the biggest reaction in my screening um so i think that they still handled it well given what they were involved with i i do think it's weird that they can't just say peter parker in any of these movies and that they seem afraid to include him anyway it does remind me of like the bat embargo that dc had like 10 15 years ago where you like could not Aaron knows exactly what I'm talking about where you could not reference Batman in anything unless it was like explicitly a Batman related thing and so it does feel weird to be in that kind of situation because it puts them in this middle ground where they're both Spider-Man adjacent movies but they're not able to stand on their own because they're just enough of a reference to Spider-Man 
I can't help but think that Jamie setting a movie in New York 2001 is like setting a movie in Metropolis in 2013. Yes. Very, yeah. very precarious. Very I was precarious. About to say. Yeah. Protect your neck. Yeah. Um, so I also, there have been reports that at different stages of development for this movie, there were supposed to be one version or another of Spider-Man in here. And then midway through there's pivots. Well, being paragon of journalism you come to expect from a guy who has a uh, segment about chicken nuggets on this podcast i have confirmed what are we supposed to that do there was directives to not associate this movie in the marketing or anything else with spider-man period oh wow like handed down they said do not do not allude to do not gesture towards because you know in social i used to work in social media, we like to have a little fun, like to have a little bit of trouble, a little bit of fun with this, with the material, right? Mm -hmm. And we would have, absolutely, I would have wrote, written up for a site if you had alluded to, oh, well, you know, mm, it, it, today is, you know, weird. Why is Andrew Garfield outside in this coat? Come <laughs> find out, Adam Webb, and Adam Webb. It, so there clearly was some sort of change of plan mm. that happened somewhere in the line where things pivoted. And I don't know when that happened, I don't have a time frame, but hand to God. I find it interesting that they still went the with the her web connects them all. Yep. Uh, <laughs> tagline, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think that's just supposed to reference connecting all of these random girls who had never met each other, like getting all of them. I knew. In, I, like, <laughs> I, get, knew. I get the actual application of the tagline, but I do recognize that like they didn't even fully use Madam Web to the extent at which she appears in the comics. So, yeah, I mean, I think personally, they tested this movie. They watched this movie. They knew it wasn't good. There's only one trailer for this movie. Yeah, there's literally one trailer out for this movie and it became a meme. And not in like like a, like, so they don't even see the line. The yeah, line is not, not in the movie. movie. Yeah, like, maybe it was, and then they saw the meme and yeah. took it out. And they were like, maybe we can redeem ourselves one percent if we take this line that got memed on into oblivion out of the yeah. movie. Classic Sony misunderstanding. Because if they had kept that line in, people would have cheered for it. They absolutely would have cheered for it, whether it was an ironic cheer or like whatever. But people would have had fun hearing that line. And yeah. I think taking it out because of that reaction was a mistake. Sure. Uh, yeah. I just, I really do think this movie got one trailer because they knew it wasn't good. And they were like, well, we don't have anything else to show for it. This is the movie we have. We, I, I, I refuse to believe they couldn't cut a better trailer. I have seen great trailers for bad movies. Yeah, you, you ever saw The Counselor? <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> Fantastic trailer. Not a good movie. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? BG no. deep in his Nailed bag. A Wall Nation in the trailer. Aaron, you remember that trailer? Yeah, oh my God. People like, wow, it looks great. It looks fine. Fantastic film. And I remember I was still in college at the time and I was like, man, this is so, I didn't really understand like movie. that This was the movie that turned me on to the fact that when a movie holds its embargo until like two days before release, it's usually a bad sign. Because I remember being like, I don't know, 21 years old and trying to find out what's going on with The Counselor because I thought the trailer was fantastic. I couldn't find reviews anywhere. And then the, it was just a bad movie. Can and, I just say, though, I do feel like just cutting one trailer is becoming increasingly common because now like the two biggest movies so far this year of Argyle and Madam Web have only had one trailer each. And the Argyle trailer became a joke in and of itself because it was played so frequently. So I think that is just a thing that studios are just doing writ large. And it's just Madam Web happened to be a casualty of that. The Madam Web defense. I get it. I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. 
I also I don't know that they expected Argyle to be very well received. And it wasn't. No. I had tickets to Argyle on preview night and then I saw the reviews and I still haven't seen Argyle. So that is a, that, and right. I, the, that trailer had me hyped. I was excited about it. So that's the difference between sometimes marketing works, but also critics work too. Uh, yeah. Because I, I even like on Letterboxd, whatever, I didn't see one kind word about that movie. So I'm like, uh, my excitement deflated instantly. And normally I'll go find out for myself. I'm somebody who I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to find out. But that was like a, oh, I don't know, two and a half hours of, of that. Okay. Sam oh, Rockwell couldn't get Jamie into the theater, y'all. <laughs> Sam yeah, yeah. Rockwell couldn't that's even a, get her out there. I know. That's, saying that's a big deal. <laughs> so ultimately, at the end of the day, we're all left wondering what the hell's going on with Spider-Man in the Spider-Man universe. Uh, Madam Web does not have Spider-Man in it. We we assume, as you will hear pointed out in our interview with S.J. Clarkson, they very intentionally made a choice not to say Peter Parker in this movie. They did not say Spider-Man. There is no spider bite on any of the three Spider-Women. Uh, a lot of things just left on the cutting room floor, seemingly big pivots throughout this movie. There may be a better version of this movie that exists. Uh, there may not be. There may be a worse movie. This movie that exists. Maybe the pivots made it better and salvaged a few things. I know you guys liked it more than I did, but I think at the end of the day, the big question we have with Craven coming up, with Venom three coming up, Venom is the only one that has had any sort of jump or reference or any sort of crossover with any Spider Man. Went to the MCU, came back. So now that is seemingly revoked. I don't know. I think for me. The way to salvage this, it, it, I think Madam Web is going to be its own thing that is never going to be referenced again, probably. I would not be shocked if we never hear of this character, these actors, this cast, this whole story ever again. But maybe we do. But I think that the what you could do is it, what would make people so happy, the people, whether it's people who hated the Venom movies or love the Venom movies, and it is interesting that that spectrum is so wide and passionately divided. If you put Andrew Garfield in here and you you, you make a Sinister Six I think that is a huge way for Sony to capitalize on this Spider-Man universe that they've built without even having a Spider-Man in it. Craven, Venom 3, who knows if we will get a reference or an appearance. We'll see. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Do you guys think Spider-Man is ever going to show up in the Spider-Man universe? At this point. <laughs> We've played this game so many times. Yeah. We've had this debate so many times. And I feel like every single time it just has not ever come true. So I'm not doubting that it could happen eventually, but I am not expecting it to happen at any particular point. The only place I can see it is Venom. 
the only place that makes any kind mm-hmm. of logical yeah. sense at all. And even then, he wouldn't be in the whole movie. It would be in a tag or something. It wouldn't be like, oh, in the third act, he fights Spider-Man. They wouldn't dare waste that in one of those movies. They're like, you will come see whoever is directing Tom Holland in the next one, and then we'll have it there or wherever. So that's also the problem. They don't want to put that in a non-Spider-Man movie. I think that's also an issue. Mm. Sorry, I got when it, guys, when you guys, can I say something real quick? Can I do yeah. a quick Aaron Soulbox? When you guys, so remember this feeling, everybody in the comments who's like upset about this movie, remember this feeling. Next time you want to tell me, man, oh man, Quantumania, man, oh man, the marvels. Next time, this is all we used to eat. This is all we used to eat. It used to be yep. Electra, Daredevil, Catwoman. Yeah, like it used to be all of this stuff. Used to be, I, man, I was like, man, Marvel look, is leagues I, above this movie. I'm trying I, to tell you. I want to yeah. say because I tweeted this, and and one thing I really appreciate about about Madam Web is we deserve a bad movie starring a bunch of women because yes. now maybe the sexist people who think She Hulk and the Marvels are bad can see the difference between a comic book movie starring women that's not good and a comic book movie starring women. Like, yeah. may, may, maybe, like, that's, like, good. We deserve a bad one. Like, good for us. You guys got plenty of bad ones, boys. You got lo- you got lots of bad ones. Uh, but us? I'm glad to have a bad one. It makes me happy. Also, to Aaron's point about Quantumania, I do want to say, the other day I said that I liked this more than Quantumania, and I want to explain. That doesn't mean I think this is better than Quantumania. <laughs> I don't think that. I just have like a visceral dislike for that movie. I do not think this is actually better. I just would rather watch this one. Mm. Man, what is speechless. What is the eat, man? Pluto Nash. Yeah. Freaking. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I said Pluto, Pluto Nash, Pluto. baby. <laughs> like all sorts of just <laughs> trash. Uh, listen. Oh my like, god! I'll watch like what's what's the what Hancock is better than this movie? I suppose <laughs> you know. Ooh, I guess Hancock, are y'all hating on Hancock right now? No, no, no. I said it's better than this. It is, Jamie, but Jamie that's the, that was like as good as we could get. Jamie looks that's as good as we could get. Oh, hey, listen, I, I'm not gonna kick Will while he's down. It's already bad enough. I'm, I'm sad about my boy. I need a back. Don't you dare get tangled up in Hancock. Don't you. Dare. <laughs> I'm not saying can, can we acknowledge because the chat has brought it up multiple times uh Ezekiel Sims's line readings because oh, there has been a lot of conversation online about whether or not they reshot stuff re ADR'd stuff dub stuff over like what do you guys think it comes from nothing I, I didn't really notice I'll be honest and I'm sure that if I when I watch it again I will um I, I sometimes that's not something that I I always clock uh bad ADR like I just watched Wimbledon and that was like really bad in terms of ADR but a lot of times I it goes over my head and I'm sure it is a mixture of of reshoots it could also just be like oh we had a sound problem you you just never know that is true yeah oh, I, it, I, I, think I pay you a lot of money do it the dialogue is so expositional that i couldn't tell if it was like a soulless adr sometimes from everybody or if uh if it was just the best you could do with how these lines were written sometimes i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't like like being this person but i (laughs) 
I'm sure that our audience appreciates it because I think our audience is more in line with you than the rest of us. Oh, yeah. There is a good mix, but it does help that we're not all it is. Like I, I have yeah. said this on, on uh, several times. I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but it, it, it will be so boring if we all agreed. And if the four of us were sitting here all hating this movie, I would hate that. I don't want that. And, and I just I think it's much better that we all have different opinions. And I, I think that that's been the case very often. And I think it makes our show so much better. When yeah. we're all, and it's also, it's more fun when all four of us love something. Cause I think it just, that usually is a sign that like more people are watching it, more people are having a good time. I think it's all better. You know, that's the best case scenario is if the thing is very good and we all enjoy it. But then the, you know, even the, in the cases where we disagree, I understand everybody wants to attack me and hates me and I get it. I don't take, you know, I take it very <laughs> personally and I lose sleep, but that's okay. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. <laughs> All right, John. Well, anything else? This is this might be the last time we ever talk about Madam Webb. So I'm I just not. kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, let's go over anything else we want to talk about on the Madam Webb for our spoiler-filled discussion. I'm all spent. I have nothing else to say. Can, can I do a speed? Is- Go, oh. go, Jamie. Oh, I, I was just saying, I think it's really funny in the moment where at the very end, when the the all the fun without the responsibility, and she goes, "That's what he thinks." Yeah, it's like, yeah, joke about the fact that Mar- like that his br- like brother and sister in law are gonna die. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, yeah, I also interpret that that she knows that Ben is eventually going to get shot and that's- die. Which is like, also super dark to just know that you're like close friend and coworker. It's like, well, he has this on the horizon, but I'm not gonna let him know. She's looking at him like, but if he doesn't, we don't get Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) Listen, she didn't save Mike Epps so he don't get saved either. It's fine. (laughs) The game is the game. What are you... This is a silly movie. To be honest, having Madam Web's power would suck. It would. It would be the like it would be one of the worst superpowers to have because all you would have to do is constantly be trying to save people and feel like you let people down. You'd have this like moral obligation constantly you didn't ask for it like sure it would be nice to be able to save people but constantly your whole life would be about oh my god i didn't save this person i just want to take a nap i gotta open the window or the pigeon's gonna die you know what i mean that would be that would suck that'd be a tough power to have i'm still waiting for the day where we go around and share our dream superpowers oh yeah Mm. one day i want to know what aaron was gonna say though yeah Uh, like uh, casually cosplaying over on Twitch asked us like uh, choosing it, choosing which one of these is worse. Is Fan Four Stick worse than Madam Web? Go. No. That's the 2015 one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's worse than Madam Web. Okay. Is Green Lantern worse than Madam Web? Yes or no? Never watched it. Uh, me neither. I've never seen it. <laughs> I yes and no in different ways. I'm less likely. Like I haven't rewatched Green Lantern in the longest time. I've been meaning to go back and revisit it, but I I'm not like compelled to normally revisit it. Whereas I feel like I would watch Madam Web if it was just playing on cable. Is Steel with Shaq better than Madam <laughs> Web? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sadly, haven't seen that one. Jeez, wow, man, Jetta, you haven't seen it. It's a DC thing. It's been so long. I like barely remember any of it. So (laughs) I was going to ask Jamie one question because like I I feel like we don't know exactly what time of year this movie's really set in. I found it kind of weird. She's just watching a Christmas carol like just randomly. (laughs) It it looks like it's like spring or like fall. And she's just putting on a Christmas movie while her like when her doctor tells her to go home and watch the movies. I was like, okay. That's a great point. Like, 
if like I would watch a Muppet Christmas Carol all, re- all year round, but like the 1951 Scrooge, they really I, I'm they were just putting it in because it fit the themes yeah. fit. It's, yeah. it's it's it, and I'm still wondering why I know what you did last summer was playing. I really think it's because in 2003 that's what girls at a slumber party would be watching. It's certainly what I was watching. Yeah. Uh, but but I that is a funny point because I don't think it was winter. No, mm-hmm. um, it, it, I, I got New York is very notable. Mm-hmm. Winter in New York is very identifiable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and there was also fireworks, so it felt like July. I don't. But she's wearing a jacket, and you cannot wear a jacket in New York in no. July because it's humid. <laughs> it's set in many times all at once. Yeah. <laughs> where are you and thinking? We're we're thinking too deep on it now. Like we well, gotta ask you about Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. All right, Aaron. Any last words for today's Madam Web spoiler-filled review episode? Oh goodness. Okay. With all of this, go go do something you like. <laughs> go do something you enjoy. Go go outside. Have yourself a beverage. I'll let you decide what. And enjoy yourself. Enjoy your people. Go watch something you really, really love. Don't do this. Why? I don't understand why people do this to themselves. And they're just like, oh, boy, I hate this thing. And it's just like, oh, who cares? Like, just go outside. Do what you got to do, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go BD. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. casually Josh playing. Jenna. Oh, I, uh, Jamie's on the big board. Oh, so. no, uh, uh, J- Jamie. <laughs> I was ready for it. <laughs> oh, um, uh, thanks to everyone who who reached out to me yesterday for my birthday. It was really sweet. You guys sent me some really nice messages. I appreciated that. Uh, I, I love our audience so much. You guys are awesome, and uh, it's fun to it's fun when a movie like is genuinely not that good, and when we can just like have like it's so much nicer to see when a movie is good <laughs> and people are still mean about it. So I don't know. It's been a fun week on the internet. <laughs> Jenna, your turn for real this time. I agree with that. Um, it's at his channel and on social media. As always, go read some comics. As I said, I think earlier this week, if you liked any of the characters in Madam Web, go just follow their stories in the comics because there aren't a lot of stories of all of them interacting together outside of Cassie and Julia. So you can just kind of pick a character and run with it and you're going to find something interesting. And I've praised it this whole week, go watch the Birds of Prey show from the mid 2000s because it is utterly delightful. And if you did like Madam Web in any way, you are going to like that show. Hey, all right, y'all. That's our show on Monday. We have Madam Web Director S.J. Clarkson answering a lot of our questions. It really is a wonderful interview. No matter what you thought of the movie, she is delightful, and I do believe she's a pretty talented filmmaker. She's worth hearing from, and I think that uh, I think you'll enjoy the interview we have coming for you on Monday. Happy birthday to Jamie, uh, Aaron. There's one more thing, actually. You you just messaged me about this to bring it up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give full credit to you. Go ahead, and uh, there's one more thing to say on today's show. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, speaking about celebrating things we like, sir, come for the background. Happy birthday, Richard. Yes. Happy birthday, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we were here under better auspices, but happy birthday. You do so much to help us. Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. No problem. Happy Richard has the pleasure of sharing a birthday with Elizabeth Olsen. That's pretty cool. Hey. It's actually, it's not the 19th, but it's close. It's close. Okay. Oh, oh, it's not yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Monday. It's, it's Monday. Yeah, it's coming Never up on mind. Monday. But I because retract. we have the interview on Monday, <laughs> yeah. today is our I chance to say happy birthday to Richard. Thank you. 
Of course. All right, y'all. Well, that is our show. Happy birthday, Richard. Happy birthday, Jamie. Happy birthday, Madam Webb. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to us. If you're coming out on Sunday, if you know, I'm not going to bring a bring a phase zero sign. That would be Ooh. incredible. Bring a phase zero sign. We'll take a picture of it. If you know, you know. Uh, we'll see you there. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for another one. We had a big week on phase zero. This was a big one. We haven't even acknowledged the X Men '97 trailer yet. So you're gonna want to stay tuned for Wednesday's show. We're not gonna get a chance to talk about it until Wednesday. Monday as Jay Clarkson Wednesday regular show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll see you there. Play our show for your mom. Play it for your dog. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Leave a five-star review. All that good stuff. We'll see you sometime next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye.